You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Candyman. 1992. The Candyman, a murderous soul with a hook for a hand, is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth. Alright guys, let's jump straight into the spoiler-free section of our review. What do y'all guys think? Uh, what should we say about this? Just don't look at me, you go first. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I don't know what to think about this film. It's... I'm not really sure myself how to talk about it without spoiling. Okay, well here, the end I'll, of the movie. I'll start so, us off a little bit if that helps. Obviously, yeah. not a family-friendly film. Uh, <laughs> no, rated, of course not. Rated R horror film. If your kids love horror films and you let them watch radar films, this one is probably fine. At this, since it was made in the '90s. Um, well, it might not be depending on what you. I mean, it does have nudity, language, and violence. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's kind of hits everything. Um, this, it was better than I expected for sure, uh, going into this. Um, it's got Tony Todd, who is always good. Um, in my opinion, anyway, I love Tony Todd. I think he's a great actor. It's got Virginia Madsen who does a really good job in a lot of roles. Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, and also in another film we were yeah, in another more recently reviewed. Yeah, very much so. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have an all-star cast, but for a horror film that's not one of the biggest of them, uh, you know, it's got some strong leads at the very least. Uh, you also got Xander Berkeley who's in it, and he's been in a little bit of everything. Um, though I couldn't tell you what at the moment off the top of my head. Uh, what has he been in? Air Force One, Shanghai Noon, Terminator 2, lots of stuff. He's in all kinds of things. But yeah, I mean, it has talent in the film. um, And if you like horror films, you might like this one. It would be my best recommendation I could give uh, to begin with. I enjoy the movie, uh, but I don't think everybody does. Up until uh, the Candyman shows up, which the fact that the Candyman shows up should not be a spoiler in an, at all. No. <laughs> I thought the movie was very slow. It was very building. Helps you get an idea as to what's going to happen. And then after he shows up, it kind of goes off the rails, but in an interesting way. Okay. That's probably the easiest way I can think of to talk, to explain what I thought of it without actually spoiling okay. really anything. Hmm. Jacob, any points? Um, the buildup of his mythos of the Candyman is very interesting of how our characters discover more about the Candyman. And like, obviously he, you know, does his thing and not to go into any spoilers. We'll go into that later, but I do have problems with this film. There again, I'm not a horror film. I recently be like, are, are you sure they're, you're not? You sure you're not a horror film, Jacob? Are you? Are you I, I, well, correction. Bill, I am not a huge horror fan or movie fan. And let me re- re- reiterate that I am not a huge 
horror movie fan, there are certain elements of the movie I enjoyed, and then there's more, okay, that made, this makes zero sense. But either way, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about the movie until <laughs> we get into our, our spoil, our, you know, our, so our, our let it rip section. So you say you're not a horror movie, so you're not Cujo? I, I, that would not be the horror film I would pick for Jacob, but I don't know what his horror film would be, so, you know. I was just hey, picking I, one with about a dog. Hey, personally, I liked Halloween. Halloween, I thought, was a very well-done movie. Yeah, I, I thought it was good, too. This, not so much. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess with that, let's go ahead and jump into the spoiler-filled section of our review. Uh, as usual, caution, spoilers are coming. If you don't like spoilers or you tend to avoid them, now would be a great time to pause the recording and uh, catch us as soon as you've finished watching it uh, so we you can uh, hear what we have to say and maybe complain to us on Facebook about how we're wrong. Um, wouldn't be the but first if you time. Li- but no. if you, go ahead. I was saying wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, but if you like spoilers or if you've seen the film, uh, go ahead and listen in as we jump into the spoiler-filled section. So, I am not a horror movie fan in the slightest. And the first half of this movie was really falling into nearly every problem I normally have with horror movies, and that it takes a long time to get to the point, because they're trying to build up suspense. Don't you mean the hook? Yes, the the, the point <laughs> of the hook. Uh, and... There's usually so much buildup that once the thing happens, it's almost disappointing. I would say that is not the case this time. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I really don't like this movie, <laughs> but it's because I found it so disturbing, which I guess is kind of what it's going for. Right. Uh Okay, so we watched this... I watched this last night. I had my viewing split by Bible study. I literally (laughs) paused this movie to go to Bible study after she did the police lineup, but before she was in the parking garage. (laughs) So literally, the first half of this was one movie for me, and the second half was an entire other movie for me mm. and it just it went from this is kind of a slow tension build up this could either be a really scary thing or just a suspenseful murder uh, mur- murder movie that is there's not actually a candy man he could be uh, just some random uh, murderer that's going around and killing people it's kind of how I felt go- coming in- going into it and then he shows up and I'm going Oh, this just got disturbing really quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when she wakes up in Anne Marie's apartment. Oh, yeah. There's a dead dog head on the floor that she obviously killed. Poor pooch. <laughs> or at least is framed for killing. The mother, Anne Marie, can't find her baby. And then Helen, for some stupid reason, is walking into the room carrying a. Not a, 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 a Butcher knife. Butcher knife. It's like, no, put that <laughs> down, you idiot. That, that's that's the one bad trip about horror films that because you have the the damsel in distress or the the 
the the last stand character mm-hmm. or something like that that they wind up picking up the evidence yes. to the murder now and yes. it's just like what are you doing in their defense especially in this case she wakes yeah. up having no idea what's going on she exactly. could have just been knocked unconscious by somebody and she's right. thinking self defense right mm-hmm. yeah but <laughs> yeah, that's what but always happens like I'm surrounded by blood. Why is this knife covered in blood? I'm not touching right. this thing. Well, now, I want you to back me up. Okay. Last night, I said, I swear if she turns out to be the Candyman, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> now, that is technically, true. she did not turn out to be Candyman himself, but she kind of became him by the very end of the She movie. did. Well, Except she's more of a vengeful spirit right. with flaming hair. Well, that, that's what Candyman is in a way. He's yeah. got, he's he's revenging his death. Yeah. And then it goes into this um, mm-hmm. over analytical. Analytical? Analytical. There we go. Over analytical. Analytical or anecdotal? Anecdotal. Okay. Anecdotal. Anecdotal. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's It turns into this story where. Well, let me back up. Let me back up with it. Boop, 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 boop. You're not helping. <laughs> you were backing up. I was letting people know. <laughs> the, like I said in the beginning, I like parts of it. The, the build up, the mythos of the candy man and how he's become this, this legend. But when we finally meet the candy man, he's more, but like we learned that, like, oh, he was murdered, mm-hmm. and the how the bees turn uh, come to effect. But then when we finally meet him, it's not he's a vengeance spirit that's looking out for revenge uh, for those who did him wrong and murdered him. It's oh no, be like I still want these people to worship me, so I, I have to have a sacrifice yeah. in order to do that. It's just like, huh? It's like. Wait, I thought you would be a murderous, vengeful spirit, but he's not. Well, may I defend? Go okay. ahead. Go for My it. defense is this. Probably immediately after his brutal death yeah, and him coming back to undeath as a ghost and living on through this uh, urban legend, mm-hmm. he when, that, when that first happened, he probably was just a vengeful spirit. But to some degree, that became his life. It was what it kept to sustain. And if yeah. he kept any portion of his original humanity, there's a bit there that's like, well, I don't want to die because probably death means I don't want the idea of me to die. Yeah. Maybe the spirit, when he does die, went down to to hell i don't know maybe that's what he's trying to stay out of we don't even know if helen if that's actually helen's spirit or if ca- the spirit of Candyman just turned into her we don't even know if the candy man we see is the actual original guy or if he just is taken on the appearance and characteristics of almost the guy a so transfer, much he he is. transfer of the the spirit and the right yeah and then he and then when she died and she became a much more uh, well, at least a new ghost to be worried and feared, and yeah, quote unquote, worshipped and rumored about. Yeah, he transferred his consciousness into her. Look, that's just a guess on my part. Yeah, I don't know how the rest of this franchise goes. <laughs> yeah, 
I could be completely off, but and it could be that Candyman in his original form shows back up later on in the series for all I know. Mm-hmm. But That's uh, this is well, that just takes away all the cool parts I had just come up with. <laughs> uh, Look, I here's my thing. I think I think basically Candyman is a vengeful spirit who is killing people who call him out, essentially, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, that makes sense. You know, you you say my name five times, I'm going to come in and I'm going to kill some people. It's what I do. Yeah. But you know yeah. that uh, in most cases. Uh, you know, and maybe he, you know, killed lots of people. Um, well, there, there, are, there are stories throughout the, the uh, as the story progresses, be like, oh, you have so many unsolved murders and it's right. all associated with the candy man. So yeah, he is. It doesn't been, matter if he's the called spirit, or not. the vengeful spirit was actually the perpetrator of those murders. They cut attributed to him. Right. Yes, because right. they happen to mimic the style. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that, um, you know, he's, he's, he's this tortured, uh, <laughs> uh, ghost i guess essentially at this point Mm -hmm. who comes back and kills and you know he's not really worried about it being all about his situation as much about causing pain for others um and to and to build his legacy of where people will worship him and fear him and continue the right the legacy of him so he will not die right because just like we see in most uh things if you stop believing in a quote deity if yeah. people stop worshiping, believing, and putting that energy out into the universe, they get weak. They lose ability yeah. and power and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's part of it. Yes. Um, I actually enjoyed this movie. I was surprised okay. I enjoyed this movie. My wife enjoyed this movie, too, for the most part. Hmm. I think she probably liked Halloween a little better. Uh, but, you know... I'll besides, admit... Besides the gruesome two or three scenes that were pretty... <laughs> pretty gruesome yeah uh stem to stern you know uh but other than other than that it wasn't that gruesome a slasher flick um no a couple of scenes were pretty rough uh, i'll admit not being much of a horror fan yeah this one was at least interesting yeah, yeah. so it did at least capture my interest well, that but was... at the same time, I am not going to sit down in the next five years and watch this movie again. For, well, and I get right. that. I'm not like horror films are not my favorite genre. I have recently gotten to where I've watched, you know, a handful of them. Um, more so than anything. I mean, not more so, but I've watched five or more in the last couple of years. And I've been impressed with some of them. And I've seen some and I've went, that is garbage. Uh, you know, but in this one, like. I was shocked that it looked that it was not the nineties. Like when I started, I was thinking mm-hmm. it was going to be older um, because I've heard it my, as long as I can remember, which, you know, I was didn't weren't exposed to a lot of uh, horror films as a kid. So I just assumed no. it was one of those that had always right. been around. Yeah. Um, we can think of a certain aunt and a certain cousin for that. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case or not. Well, for me, it was for you maybe, but uh, hey, you can our tell parents though, from... didn't like horror films. So no, they know. didn't. And you can tell, though, from the fashions that this is... It's definitely the 90s. It's it's definitely early 90s. Right. There's still a bit of that 80s exactly. idea. Exactly. Leaked over. Let's face it, they all had, all the ladies had shoulder pads. Yeah. 
it's true. Got, it's got that late 80s, early 90s yeah. vibe. And so the, the you can tell the fashion is there. I will also admit, I had to look up where Cabrini Green was because I had no idea it was in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. It would have been nice if they'd have told us that so I knew where the movie was happening. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I didn't feel it was necessary. Uh, it didn't bug me. Like, I was thinking it could be New York, L.A., anywhere like that. And it, it didn't make a big deal uh, to me personally, but I get it. Uh, some people care more about that, obviously. Yeah. But well, for it's me, I that felt I... like one of the things they did well, and I think you kind of touched on this, is they make it very interesting. Like, yeah. I felt Halloween kind of was boring in aspects. You know, it had that sort of, like, um, it was just slow. You're just watching the daily life of these people. Well, that's not mm-hmm. bad in general. I'm yeah. saying this one, you're sitting there kind of going, okay, well, what's going to happen? What are we going to see? They had yeah. a couple little mini jumps and stuff. Yeah. But it was a lot, very and a much, lot of they were all cheesy too. Sure, up yeah. until he shows up, right? Finally. But it felt like it worked. Like I was watching it, going, you know, this is much better quality than I expected. Right. So yeah, that, that's my point with that. Um. All right, Jake. What is something you don't like about this film? Oh. Okay. Due process. <laughs> okay. So when what is what is our main character's name again? Helen. Helen. So when Helen wakes up in the uh, Anne Marie's house, in yeah. Anne Marie's apartment, and be like covered in blood, she's covered. The floor's covered in blood. The poor dog's head's been cut off by what have you? Like you couldn't cut that. Be like what have you? But the police bust in. Be like Helen is apparently delirious. Amory's delirious. The kid's gone. Well, okay. I think I know what you're getting at. Okay. You're getting at the fact that she's kind of arrested without any obvious evidence. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I, I, I would go with at that point, that initial arrest, since she was the most likely at the, in that initial yeah. find to actually be, for them to actually think she murdered or killed the dog. That's really all they the can really get her for is killing kid, the dog the kid. and kidnapping the kid. Uh, they arrested her out of suspicion and then talked to her, you know, but they still released her without trial. Right. Maybe yeah. it was on bail or something because they like were that. talking okay. to a lawyer. Yes. So, but when she gets, when she is found in her apartment with Bernadette being killed. Yeah. That looks more suspicious Agreed. than the other one. In Anne-Marie's apartment, they have no evidence that she's committed any real crime. No, there's no evidence right. whatsoever. At, at most, they could charge her with killing someone's dog, which mm-hmm. in, at the time, and still is in most places, it's destruction of property. Yeah, um, and not to mention, she when the police busted in, she was... Holding right, she did appear to be holding Anne Marie down while holding the butcher knife. Yes, right. but, but like there, there is circumstantial evidence right. that kind of link to that. Yes, but Which the fact why... that Bernadette was not there, how did uh, Heather, Heather, Helen, Helen? Thank you. It's an H. Helen, how did Helen get into the apartment? She didn't have Bernadette's keys. Okay, and they were in Bernadette's apartment at the end. That they were in. Helen and no, no, he's talking about the second one when Bernadette. No, no, no I'm talking her. about the first one. I'm talking about the okay, first Bernadette one. Bernadette wasn't it, in the first one. Yeah, yeah it, I know that. How did she get into the apartment? Because it's be like, oh, be like, you broke in and did this, and be like, well, there's no evidence to that because you right. broke down the door. Look, and that's, that's yeah, the, but I would 
I've, I would be willing to bet that that uh, that mirror that mirror that was just the only thing separating the two apartments. I bet that mirror had fallen out, and they yeah. could see. Oh well, she got in obviously through that hole in the wall. Right. So here here's the Possibly. thing. At, at Possibly. this point, realistically, they could hold her on that. They probably put her in a cell because she was kind of crazy and there was blood yeah, everywhere. A little delirious. And, yes. But all it takes but, is a lawyer to come in and go, are you going to charge her with anything? Yeah. And if they go, really. well, uh, well then let her go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, and that's at, what she waited very, for. And at the very least, she could have been awaiting trial yeah. for the kidnapping of the baby and the killing of the dog. Right. right. Because the district attorney's not going to file for the kidnapping charge until they have some kind of evidence anyway. Yeah. Her being no in right. the room and the baby being gone would kind of argue that she probably didn't take the baby. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That, best, that, was, that now, was my thing. It was like, wait a minute. At, now, that being said. The death of the dog, the yeah. disappearance of the baby, coupled with the fact that within sure. 24 hours, Bernadette is in Helen's apartment, dead. Yeah. And she comes in bloodied, and she's not holding a hook, I don't think? No, she's she with the Bernadette, she has a knife. Yeah. Yeah, she's she has holding a knife. a knife, and it's like, that's almost too suspicious not to assume. Well, and again, and she got hysterical seeing her best friend dead. Yeah, that's why they almost immediately committed her to an insane asylum. Plus, I would also be willing to bet, even if it wasn't because of the criminal charges, her husband may have decided to take advantage yeah. of the fact that his wife might be insane, so he could le- feel less remorse about divorcing her and going out with the high school, with the college age, yeah. doe-eyed. Yeah, Blondie. airhead. Yeah, that obviously he was in love with at the beginning of yeah. the movie, or he's at least alre- he's already lusting after having yeah. sex with her at this point. We can assume pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Um, so basically, they probably okay. So she, the second ha- case happens with Bernadette getting killed. They may yeah. they have her with a knife in the room. Both of them have blood on them. Obviously, yeah. it looks bad. There's probably that plus the other evidence. Uh, they can easily probably throw together likelihood that she's involved in doing it and she's probably the only one who could have killed her now yeah at all circumstances have right to be, to but be they don't have at to. least so what they do is they put her on a 48 hour uh psychiatric hold in a hospital obviously that's yeah. easy and then the the husband plus the court petitioning mm-hmm. for her to be put on put in a uh, instituted to be right. to be put into a mental institution awaiting the trial because of right. fear for her life and everybody else's safety, it's not that hard at that point. Especially if she's agree, going agree in with you there. Especially with the evidence they have of her thinking somebody's trying to kill her when they're in the room and nobody's right. on the video. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, her, That's her what I was about to say. What what my thought would be is the fact that Helen has gotten so deep into the the Candyman mythos right. is that she started cuz one, she went into that that men's restroom, saw mm-hmm. the saw the uh, toilet full of bees, to- the full of bees, and somehow that made her like more connected with the Candyman, and be like it, it caused well, this, this chain says, of events where she did all these things. Candyman says the reason he was obliged to come, yeah, in his words, was that the thesis or article or whatever it was she and Bernadette were writing. We're almost going to make people not yeah, not believe not believe in him anymore. Yeah, because and and she wanted more of the 
Well, that, when she got attacked by that guy who claimed to be the Candyman, who yeah. obviously wasn't. Yeah. Uh, that would have made the news, and and that that probably made the newspapers, and that, and since it was the guy claimed to be Candyman, but was actually just some random serial killer, that might have brought some. Uh, calmness to the whole urban legend maybe starting to disprove it so the candy man came to make sure oh the he still has yeah everything yeah he's still going to live one of the things i like about this film is that through most of it you could almost argue that she's just nuts yeah yeah that's my thought it's hard to tell that whether she is or isn't in reality pretty much until the end i mean until we get to the the point where she pretty much goes to be killed and then, yeah. you know, uh, she, actually, she jumps into the bonfire and little, what is it? Jake? Jake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when, when Jake sees her and all he says is candy, man, he uh-huh. knows it's Helen. Yeah. Cause he sees her, yes, but, but for you some, see the, the hook quote unquote body of, uh, candy man. Yeah. Die and release all those bees that were in his body. Yeah. During the middle of that bonfire. So, a part of him at least died, but it's now going to live on in Helen. Yes. But the fact, okay. You know, what I'm referring to is when Helen hears the baby crying within the, the structure of the bonfire goes out there stupidly with a hook. Yeah. Goes out there and starts rummaging through it. So little Jake gets up, sees it can see Helen with the hook. And he said, doesn't say, what is Helen doing? I, he says, I, oh, no, it's Candyman. I, I and don't then gets think, everybody to burn him. I don't think he saw her with the hook. I think he just saw the hook sticking out over the mattress or whatever. Yeah. Plus, that's, that's a possibility, Candyman, but... You, but Candyman was actually in the fire, too. We don't know who could actually see him and who could or, or was It's he? very possible Jake could have seen the same thing Helen was seeing. That is a possibility. And but, knew Candyman was in the bonfire and was... Maybe he could... I don't know. But wait, I mean, are we are we sure is, that Candyman is in the bonfire and she's not just seeing him? We don't aren't sure of anything <laughs> yeah. by the end of this movie. Yeah, even, until, until even she becomes Candyman, essentially, no, no, but no, no, not no. Candyman. No, 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 no. Even then, we don't know because that could just be his guilt coupled with the Candyman uh, mythos that he's obviously been exposed to for the past month. Yeah, uh, for all over these years, right. actually. Exactly. I, I, I and don't think he can cut together, himself stem to stern. You don't know. With, without having a weapon in the bathroom. Well, maybe so. <laughs> Why, hold I, on, hold on. What are we talking about? At the end, when Trevor kills himself. Oh, yeah. Helen, 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 yeah. Helen. Right. And, and she kills him. Helen without the hair comes in and kills him. Oh, yeah, okay. I was, I was so confused. Sorry. Wait, I thought we were still at the bonfire. No, no, no. I jumped past the bonfire. Okay. What I was saying is that the bonfire, it could be argued that Candyman is not even there. Yeah, I agree. And it could be simply her. Helen's psychosis has gone completely off the walls. Right. That's the question. And she's lost it. That's why I like this film. Is it? uh, You could argue that this film is completely done with her making most or being completely just overwhelmed slash possessed by whatever you want to look at. And she's doing it all herself. Yeah, Uh, that's one of my thoughts when I watched it. But you could also say that the Candyman does it that way so he can get her to do everything. Right. Yeah. You know, which is what and I think they're trying her. to go for. Yeah, and frame, frame her for the murders. For both for, murders. Yeah. So that... Or he can have a sacrifice right. in order for him to live on more. 
Well, I don't yeah. think it was him having a sacrifice as much as him wanting her to join him yeah. in the thing. Yeah, if yeah, that's, he... that's the thing. If you remember, before she goes out to where the bonfire is, she sees that mural with yeah, the that's what I was bringing up. It's always you, Helen, and it focuses in on this young white girl that has Helen's face. Yeah, yep. so, so it's almost maybe a, he, it's almost implied. Like a, maybe she was like a reincarnation of his of well, past lover of his. Back yeah. I do like that, and that they talk about him being a painter. So we do get yeah. that. So we know he's doing it, supposedly, yeah. anyway. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said earlier, the the fact to be like, there's so much of, you know, like, um, there's so much buildup of, like, Candyman and the mythos and the, the backstory. That's all really interesting. All really, really interesting. Um, one thing I was looking up, because, uh, like, when you're doing research for this stuff, it's really interesting. And plus, I, I oddly have a uh, kind of like how our nation is now with the idea of serial killers and all that. So I kind of get into that because I enjoy understanding the human human behavior and you um, understanding the human mind. Yeah. Apparently, apparently the the there was actually a Candyman killer back in uh, of all of all places, Houston, <laughs> back from uh, 1970 to 1973. Of a man called Dean Corrill. Apparently, he killed like numerous. What was it? He killed numerous boys. Killed numerous boys, and he was dubbed by the media the Candyman. Hmm. So yeah. this is basically where kind of the the mythos of or the the idea of this version of the Candyman. Now I do have about. a question about yeah. this version of the Candyman. I recognize in the book he's called Candyman. For much better described reasons, just from what I did on a Wikipedia search, why in this movie is he called Candyman? Well, I don't think there's they nothing ever get candy to it, which about was... him. Yeah, I think I think there's more to it. Maybe it's because maybe he's called Candyman because some of the ways he killed people before, maybe he lured kids out or whatever with candy with razor blades in it. Because we do see the candy with razor blades. That yeah. is true, but they don't really get into it in the film. Yeah, that, and I don't like that. I mean, the closest you get is that graffiti that says "sweets for the sweet." Yeah, cool fact. And you do have the honey that bees make, maybe being mm. a connection, but yeah, I, it's still. And maybe the hook is like the from a laffy puller, uh, a taffy pulling machine. <laughs> I don't know. It's a guess. Yeah, I I think uh, they, I think it's something that just got left out. Uh, yeah. Whether it was yeah. because they didn't feel that it fit with the theme of it, or whatever, I. But they I, still had to use it because it's technically based on the Clive Barker novel, right? So, and, well, I think Clive Barker even wrote the screenplay. He didn't. Didn't he? he did. He, yeah, he at least was yeah, associated he, with it. I think I don't yeah. know if he actually. Yeah, he was wrote an exclusive. He was a. Yeah. Yeah. Either I, way, fun fact. Fun fact: When it came to uh, sweets for the sweet, mm-hmm. that's actually from Macbeth. From what? Macbeth. Oh, Macbeth. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, correction. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I was incorrect. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it's, it's from Shakespeare's Hamlet. Hamlet, not Macbeth. Ah. Yeah, Hamlet. Yeah. That would make more sense, actually. Yes. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. I was trying to figure out how that worked. I didn't remember it in either one, honestly, but... Well, uh, I can kind of see it. At least there's a lot of extra murder in Hamlet than there yeah. is in Macbeth. That's true. Okay. Something is rotten in the House of Denmark. 
All right. Any other uh, negatives or positives you don't want to touch on? Uh, I think one of the funnier things when it came to the bees in general, because what is the main actor's name again? Tony Hello? Todd. Tony Todd. Okay, so Tony Todd apparently during the production put a clause in his contract. So anytime he got stung by a bee, he got a $1,000 bonus. Well, it makes sense considering he's got bees in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently throughout the entire trilogy, he gets stung 32 times. Or at least in this movie, he gets stung through 32 times. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Thank the Lord he wasn't allergic. To- yeah. Yeah. But yeah. still, who wants to be stung with bees? Yeah, that's never a fun thing. I mean, what? I'll admit, when she first opened that toilet, and you've got that big shot of all the bees, I backed up, despite <laughs> the fact yeah. I was perfectly fine. Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of that little shock value. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. that's interesting. Oh my gosh, they cut the dog's head off. Poor dog. Yeah. Oh, except the the the, the dead hog. The dead hog. Dead dog head looked so fake <laughs> it did it really did look fake but what do you do it's it's a low budget horror film yeah i don't know it was, anyway it was good i like yeah I, I didn't see it as fake but then again i didn't look too hard at it yeah so i don't know I, there was just something it just looked too perfectly formed and cut for yeah. it to be a, for yeah. it to have been cut off with a knife That's or a hard. hook yeah <laughs> plus you couldn't cut that off with a hook and the knife she used yeah. That would take a lot of time. It really did look That's like more they like must a have massive meat cleaver. It, Chop. it really looked more like it had been cut off with a guillotine. No, yeah. Which there was no evidence of a guillotine in that apartment. So well, and again, I like to think his hook is more than just a standard hook. It looked. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how sharp it was all around, but well, and at the same time, it's a meat he, hook. He is a ghost. Yeah, that is it's true. It's not that the hook actually has to be sharp in order for it to cut. That's, That's true. true. All you gotta do is dig in. Yes. Drag. Precisely. That's true. All I'm suggesting is we not look into it too closely. <laughs> yeah, it's probably For wise. For most of that's kind of hard. Kind of wise. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, are we ready for uh, rating this thing? Yes. I, I think so. I think it's a good time. Who wants to go first? I'm giving it a three. Uh, it's... For one thing, it's horror has never been my cup of tea. Cu- yeah, or my uh, bit of taffy. Um, but this one actually was interesting. I'm not gonna say it scared me, but I was disturbed to the point where I did stay up a little bit later last <laughs> night before I went to bed just to kind of get my mind back in a place where I wouldn't have nightmares. Uh, like I said, I wasn't scared by what I saw. I was just very disturbed. Uh, yeah. and so in fact, at least it had gave me that kind of a reaction, which a horror movie should at least put you on edge a little bit at the very least, if it's that, done right. Well, that's what you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm giving it a three. I mean, it's not my favorite. It's in a, it's in a, it's a movie in my least favorite genre. So three i feel is still pretty high praise for this movie yeah coming from me i also go i'll also go with the three i mean like it's the story is engaging enough the the investigation into the candy man lore and trying to understand the candy more candy man 
but there's also little little things here and there that bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, there again, I wasn't really frightened. I'd be like the there was a little bit of shock value to this movie, and it's not to me. Oh, it's it's a slasher, obviously, but it doesn't really. It didn't make me jump whatsoever. It was more like, oh, they're doing this. Oh, okay, okay, that's kind of gross. But other than that, it just it didn't really scare me or make me jump like a certain shark movie did at one point. <laughs> but um, but I mean, I I enjoy the movie for its its storytelling. That's about it's a middle of the road movie. That yeah, I'll give it a three. What about you, Jim? Um, I'm going to give it three and a half stars. Uh, I feel like it's, in many ways, I felt like it was a really good movie. I mean, again, it's 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 kind of maybe a cheap horror film in some ways, but it accomplished what it was trying to do. It creeps you out a little bit. Uh, I, I, I remember going to the bathroom after, um, after watching it and glancing at the mirror, and I'm like, you know... I don't think I would say it five times in a mirror on a bet. You know, enough money maybe, but yeah. just, hey, I bet you wouldn't do that. I'll be like, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I uh, I felt like, again, the movie's engaging. It's uh, It's got good content. The story twists enough times, I think, right. uh, that it makes you guess. And you're wondering kind of the whole time, well, what's, the, what's this going to be? Maybe that's, I mean, again, it's not perfect. But I would say that I think they they earned a lot of points on the whole idea that maybe this could have gone several different ways. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. again, I think there were five good endings in this movie, too. Like, you could have stopped at several points, Mm -hmm. and I would have been happy with it. Maybe even more happy with it uh, than going all the way it did. But it was good. Solid movie. Tony Todd does great. I get why they made sequels, even if they were direct-to-video, I think. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Any other thoughts? That's all I got. Yep. That's it. All right. Well, that's our review of uh, Candyman from 1992. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.